Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good morning to all the Radio 2000 listeners. Okay, well, all financial contracts or all debt is a financial contract, so it's governed by a by the rules of that contract. And normally, um, with these contracts, if you miss three payments, you normally get a default notice under the National Credit Act to tell you, look, you're under default, we're about to take legal action. And normally, if you don't respond or correct the situation, they will then send you a summons 20 days later. Um, and those summons are really to appear in court and explain why aren't you paying your debt. Now, this is where the problems really start, because most people ignore the summons. They think that's the end of the road. But actually, you can save yourself from a court judgment by going to court and explaining what's going on, because there's always a good reason why you're not paying. Normally, if you go to court, you uh, reply to the summons with what they call a notice to defend. And when you appear in court, you can say, look, guys, I can only afford 100 rand a month. Uh, I'm not working. And the court will note that on the court record, and you won't get a judgment against you. Most people don't even respond to the summons, and normally what then happens is you get what they call a default court judgment. Default court judgment simply means we invited you to court to speak for yourself. You never bothered turning up or sending anyone, so the court will do uh, a default judgment against you in favor of the person who's claiming the money against you. And then suddenly you have to pay the full amount, and it's recorded on the court, and they send that information to the, all the credit bureaus, so that if ever you try and get debt, that's the first thing that comes up against your ID number. And that's why they call it blacklisting in inverted commas. It's not really a list of black people or anything like that. It's just a list of... It's not a list of people. It's just that when they call up your record, that's what happens. Now, what I found from experience is that most people are blacklisted for the small debt, like Bongani was talking about, a cell phone, uh, sometimes it's a clothing account. And normally, remember when you're paying off that debt and, and there's 200 rand left, you're like, ah, what's over strong, 200 rand is nothing. I pay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the 200 rand that takes you down. Same thing, um, big people who like to get you listed are medical aid for those shortfalls. You yeah, know, 300 yeah. rand, yeah, nah, it's okay. They, will, uh, they don't survive. They will list you for 300 rand. And another big one is schools, private schools. Private schools have no mercy. You miss that school fee, they will let the court know, and it kind of messes you up because whenever you want to move on in life, it affects you. And the worst part about it, guys, is that no one has really pointed this out, that when most jobs, you apply for a job, that's the first thing they look at, your financial yeah, conduct. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, many yeah. people have lost good jobs because of past mistakes. Uh, Gerald, this court judgment, how long does it remain? And also, please explain, is a court judgment different to a garnish? Okay. A court judgment is a judgment against you to say you owe these people. Now, what can also happen is if they find out that you're working and in some financial contracts, so some some debt which you take out, they say, if you don't pay us, you can go to court and we can tell your employer to pay us. That's called a garnishy order. So sometimes when they are putting the court judgment on you, if your contract or when you signed up, you said it's okay for them to come after you at work, they then put a garnishy order where suddenly the court sends a, that judgment to your HR and then you have to pay the and full amount. they take amount. it directly from yes, your... Yes, they take it directly. Now, again, because you never went to court, they can take whatever amount they wish and it can mess you up. Whereas if you were in court on that day and you went to defend yourself, you can limit the amount so that you still have a living living amount mm-hmm. of money. I know a lot of people were 
most of the money goes to garnishy orders and they don't know what to do. So yes, a court judgment is simply a court instruction. Um, and that court instruction sometimes is linked to your credit agreement if that's what you agreed. And that's why it's important. Read the paperwork because most of us sign, 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 consent, 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 consent. And when these things start chasing us out, we do we really don't know where to start. And, 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 the, and, the, and then how long does the judgment um, remain on your credit report, if I get it? Uh, court judgment stays with you for th- three decades, Baba. 30 so, years. Okay. So, uh, and most people's working life is 40 years, so you get the picture. <laughs> <laughs> it out, I love the words. And I think that's a good question because a lot of people have heard about this thing called the debt prescription where if yeah. they can't find you for three years and you play dodge, 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 it disappears. No, 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 no. Um, often, often once it's gotten to court judgment, um, it stays with you. It's not going to go away. You can't wish your debt away. Um, and you're better off having a chat with your creditors and explaining what the problem is. Another thing is don't read the papers too much. Sometimes you hear that a company is doing is struggling, a clothing store is struggling, and you're like, ah, I'm no more paying them because they're not going to come after me because they are they're finished. Gone. <laughs> and they're not gone. <laughs> because what happens is their debt is bought by someone else who then comes after you um, for that money. So with debt, let's just be, you know, a bit more... Um, a bit more serious about it in terms of how we respect our financial contracts. And I think the main problem is that we don't read what we are signing. We want that money. And the lady with that credit card debt, 120000 if she pays the minimum payment, it's going to... Jared, uh, we had to go and pay our debt uh, at SABC. So, Jared, listen. Yeah, you, you, everyone needs to pay up. And I think the lady who called in said she had 120000 in debt, right? Yeah. On her credit card. Now, if you work out an interest rate, average interest rate on credit cards right now is about 20%, and she decides to pay the minimum payments forever, it's going to take her 1,600 months to clear that debt. And what am I saying here? Never pay the minimum payment because the minimum payment is just the interest plus sometimes 1% of the balance or 2% of the balance. But either way, it's an amount which ensures that debt will never end. Um, So it's important, especially with the big amounts, pay more than they are asking for because 120,000 will take you 1,600 years. And I, I worked out 120 months is 10 years. So I was like, I, it's, 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 it's 100 crazy. years, never going it's to finish. Crazy. Um, and that, and, sorry, cut you off, Kayan. And that's why with debt, we need to take, be very serious. Also for the young listeners, um, NASFAs are also starting to take a more aggressive look at students who don't repay their loans. Back, yes. A lot of people are getting blacklisted by NASFAs, which prevents you from taking your first job, which means that forever you will never really get off your feet. Gerald, where do people find you for, for further information? Because I'm sure a lot of people are going through a lot when it comes to debt. Where can people find you? It's Ask Gerald CFP at askgeraldcst or simply askgerald.co.za, askgerald.co.za. We need to have um, the, what I call the three things we need for, for managing our debt is sacrifice, commitment, and discipline. And sometimes, you know, when you're struggling, go seek help, um, get a financial professional, or even sometimes if you've got a good spouse, they can sort you straight. <laughs> and of course, uh, he normally answers your questions on Twitter right now at askgeraldcfp. Thank you so much, Gerald. Awesome. Have a great day. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.